we're going to read a story, and then we're going to sing a song with the same title. It is this. What a beautiful name. And um, it's a book, um, and the song is written by Brooke Leagerwood and Ben Fielding from Hillsong Worship. The, the, uh, the book is written by Brooke and Scott Leagerwood and Ben and Carolee Fielding, and then illustrated by Scott Leagerwood, just for your information. If you want to go out and buy it, I highly recommend it. It's a family favourite in our house. Um, what a beautiful name. On a regular Monday, in Oliver's room, in through the door came a familiar tune. His mother was singing a sweet melody. About who, though, he wondered. What name could it be? He couldn't recall, but he knew that he knew. There must be an answer. There must be a clue. This calls for an adventure. He grabbed his friend Leo, his backpack and cap, some snacks and some water, his tent and his map. I'm going to stop you there. Because at this point, this is where I need two volunteers. Now, because... I wasn't sure how it would go down. I pre-picked these volunteers, so they've already come in. <laughs> they know they're coming. At least I think they are. Mummy, mummy and Daddy have assured me they are. <laughs> so can we give a warm round of applause and welcome to the stage to Darcy and Sully. Come on, guys. <laughs> the stars. Mom, Daddy, you're, you're allowed to stay if you want to, if they need you. Brilliant. So I need Johnny's help now. So what we need in the story is... So, actually, first of all, we need, to, we need to decide who is Oliver and who is Leo. Now, which one... Leo is a monkey. Which one is the bigger monkey? Who's the monkey? Sully. Sullivan, you are Leo. I've got... This is going to confuse me, but Sullivan is Leo. That means, Darcy, you are Oliver. Okay? So, brilliant. So we need, Johnny, we need a backpack. Here we go. Um, a cap. Some snacks. Some water, a tent, brilliant. So let's just put this, let's put this on, um, Oliver, if we can. Brilliant, wonderful. You've got some, your own teddies as well. It's brilliant, it's perfect for this story. We also need a tent. So, I, didn't, I don't know if I predicted the size of children very well. <laughs> but you two, could, could, could you get into the tent? Even if it's just one of you and the other sit outside, because you're going on an adventure into space. <laughs> I reckon Leo the teddy has to just sit outside. That's absolutely fine. So what you need is a map. Um, Leo can have the map because you're, you're the responsible one. Brilliant. And don't forget your snacks and your water. Brilliant. So you're just going to... You're just... <laughs> you're going to try and continue to listen to Steph as we carry on with... The story. With imagination and teamwork, they planned for their trip. Step one, build a bright yellow rocket ship. Need to stop you there as well. <laughs> now, you might be wondering what this thing is. This is a rocket ship. Did you know? This is today, is going into space today. Can you believe it? This, in fact, I'll prove it to you. It's, it's, it's alive and at work. Goodness me, it's even got lights. Amazing. But it does say in the story, what colour does it say the rocket ship is? Yellow. Now this is black, even with the colours, even if I turn the colours off. Johnny, can you help us out? We need a yellow rocket ship. Amazing. Brilliant. Oh, wonderful. 
I'll help you out there a little. So this is an actual flying rocket ship now. True to the story. So, as any rocket launch needs a countdown. Audience, can you count to five? Or more to the point, can you count backwards from five to zero? A few people can. So let's, we're going to try out. We're going to try this. <laughs> we're going to try this out. So, are you ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. Okay, this thing isn't flying yet. Okay, we, we need some more help from the audience. It's obviously not flying. We've got a problem. A big X on the screen, flashing lights, siren. It's a, there's a problem. I need to find some spanners, screwdrivers, nuts, bolts, um, cogs, pistons, bits of rocket, because there's clearly some problems with the engine. So, audience, you need to find them. Now, before you go into your handbag and get out a screwdriver and start taking apart the chairs, I'll give you a clue, particularly for parents wondering how you get your kids to do this. Here's a clue. So, it's a, it's a moment. So, what's going to happen is you're going to find an item, bring it to me, and we're going to fix this rocket ship, okay? Again, if you don't want to be on camera, just get someone else to bring it to the front for you. In this room are about 15 or 20 pieces of rocket ship, okay? Your job is to bring them to me. The clue is this. They're under your bottom. Three, two, one, go! Brilliant. Thank you, thank you. Oh, brilliant. Some cogs. We need the cogs. Brilliant. Spanner. Spanner. Brilliant. Some more cogs. Screwdriver. Screwdriver. Nuts and bolts. Anyone got any pistons? Pistons. <laughs> of course, every rocket ship needs one of these. Oliver and Leo, do you think this rocket ship's going to fly now? We're gonna give, we'll give it a go. So, audience... Audience, you know the drill now. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> a little bit of a delay. <laughs> but we have lift off! <laughs> amazing, amazing. Amazing. In fact, to prove, to prove that we're in space, we've even got stars. Even got stars. Brilliant. Okay, this is the bit where it's dark. They flew over mountains majestic and tall and as they went higher they watched earth grow small they counted the stars or at least they tried and oliver wondered who hung them there so way up high then floating along in the great open skies with beauty now filling his heart through his eyes the words to the song drifted into his brain oh this must be a beautiful name they set up their tent and studied their map and told funny stories. They danced and they sang late into the night, excited to set out again at first light. Grateful for friendship and good company, they continued their quest, this time on the sea. The name that they searched for felt closer and nearer and Oliver's longing to know it grew clearer. 
With wide eyes, he looked all around and exclaimed, this really must be a wonderful name. Then the ocean grew darker and wilder and wider. The waves rose like giants, higher and higher, but his heart held on tight to the words that were true. The name is not just beautiful and wonderful, but powerful too. Crossing the ocean, they landed on shore where wild things grow and the animals roar. There in the shade of a palm they would rest, recounting the clues they found on their quest. And lying there, thinking how far they had come, Oliver's mind wandered home where their search had begun. Then, remembering a moment in church, Oliver jumped up all excited. I know where to search. One Sunday, we kids were singing this song. What if the name's in a book we've known all along? So out of the jungle and over the seas, Leo and Oliver raced at full speed. Then over the mountains to Oliver's door, they dashed for the books that covered the floor. It's this one, cried Oliver, holding the book. And opening his Bible, he knew where to look. Creator and saviour who made everything beautiful, wonderful, powerful king. He'd known all of this before blasting off, before setting sail, before jungles and rocks. In boats and in rockets and tents out in space, the name had been with them in every place. And the most beautiful, wonderful, powerful part? It was the name of the person alive in his heart. Their adventure had paused, because adventures don't end. And Oliver yawning, snuggled his friend. Dozing to dreamland, he heard that same song about the name of all names that he'd known all along. Jesus. I just wanted to, did you enjoy that little story? Thanks, Steph, for reading that. At first, I had me reading it as well. It would have been chaos. So Steph just intervened and uh, just, that was the cherry on top. Have you ever seen a preacher operate lights? At the... uh, my job for that story was mission control. Did you get that? I forgot to mention it. Mission control. <laughs> but I'm not going to preach, actually. I'm not really going to share much more than five minutes. But what I wanted to do, as you can probably tell, the theme for this morning is Jesus. What a beautiful name. The last few Sundays, our young adults, um, six of them preach great messages, phenomenal messages on characters from the Bible. The, the week before, the, the family service before that, we focused on David. Today, we're going to the number one A-lister, Jesus himself. We're going to the top dog. We're, we are focusing on Jesus. What a beautiful name. And I'm really not going to share much other than um, taking the words of the song that we've just sung, sung. We're actually going to do the song, we're going to actually watch a video of the song um, recorded for Kids Church earlier this year in a moment to kind of as a reflection, as a, as a moment of response. So I'm not necessarily going to ask you to sing, not even going to ask you to stand up. I'm going to ask you to kind of pray where, where you are, sat down, pray with your children, talk to them maybe. There'll be some dance moves, you know, very subtle dance moves, not like the dance off at the beginning. If you want, you can follow, almost like sign language that Jess sort of leads us through, um, which just hopefully will help you respond to the scriptures, the Bible verses. So uh, Leo and Oliver, Darcy and Sully, can we give them a round of applause? They did a great job. Very brave. Very brave to come on this stage, because they didn't really know what to expect, because I didn't tell them. <laughs> but they had the very end, the, the, the main pinnacle of that story was when Oliver and Leo discovered the name that their mum had been singing about. 
Jesus. And it's found in the Bible. And these scriptures are kind of like the foundational scriptures for the lyrics of the song written by um, Hillsong Worship. So let's just get the um, first... I'm only going to focus on verses, so it's only going to take a couple of minutes. Verse 1, we just sang it. You were the word at the beginning. One with God, the Lord Most High. I mean, there's so much in this. Uh, you could, you could, but I'm, I'm just going to pick out one or two things. Your hidden glory in creation now revealed in you, our Christ. Isn't it amazing that Jesus was there at the beginning? That Jesus, even though we know Jesus as the man hung on the cross, even though we know Jesus as a baby born in a manger, even though we know Jesus as a miracle worker, somebody who walked in human flesh and he's a, he's a historical figure that can be proven existed and there's records and there's, there's so much to say. This man, it was a human and he existed. Jesus was there before the world began. Before David Attenborough started studying and making documentaries about the world, Jesus was there. He was there. And you might be thinking, Ben's making this stuff up. Let me read it from the Bible. Um, In John 1, it says, Before the world began, there was the Word, or the, the, the Logos. The Word was with God, so not only was not only was he God, but he was also with God. We're not going to go into that today, but <laughs> but the point I want to make is he was there at the beginning. So you were created. Every child and adult in this room was hand designed, hand picked, chosen by God, and Jesus was there looking at you, going, "Oh yeah." This is good. This is good. This is very good. Jesus was there signing off on your creation. Signing off on you saying, I am pleased with you. And let's just jump a few verses into verse 14 of John. This is from the children's version of the Bible, by the way. The word became a man. So this is what we know about Jesus. And lived among us. I mean, even that itself is so good to know that God knows what it's like to live in human skin, to be persecuted, to have stress, to have sadness, bereavement, to go through all the issues, financial issues, health issues, all the stuff that you go through. Jesus walked that walk. We saw his glory, the glory that belongs to the only son of the father. The word was full of grace and truth. Isn't it good to know that when we sing a song like that, we're singing about Jesus who was there at the beginning, who picked and chose and loves you. Wow. Isn't that good? That he is full of grace and truth. Let's jump into verse 2, and this is the final thing I'm going to say before we show a video. You didn't want heaven without us. I could have sung it, (laughs) So Jesus, you brought heaven down. Here's a heavy statement. My sin was great. Your love, Jesus, was greater. So no matter how heavy a weight you are carrying, no matter how much guilt or shame or embarrassment or sadness that you are carrying, his love is Greater, what a beautiful, wonderful, powerful name. What could separate you from the love of God? 
absolutely zilch. There is nothing that you can do, say, or think. There's no wrong that you could do, no sin you could commit that would say, Jesus, I've had enough of them. I'm turning my back and not... He doesn't like sin. He doesn't like it when we're naughty. He doesn't like it when we disobey our parents. He doesn't like it when we make mistakes. But he loves us yes. through it, and he wants the best for us. Isn't he wonderful? Isn't this is this whole service is designed to make you walk out of this room go? Jesus is amazing, and that's my job. To tr- well, no, it's your job, but I'm going to try and help you do that. And I'm going to finish with these two Bible verses because. This is what, um, partly what the song is based on. Because if you didn't believe me that Jesus didn't want heaven without you, because it's actually been debated. Some people don't like the song because it says, I don't know about that theologically, I'm not sure. Did God make heaven for me? This is so important to know. The Lord is not slow in doing what he promised. The way some people understand slowness. Here's a message for someone today. God is being patient with you. I'm not saying anything. This is the Bible. I'm not saying anything. Here's the, the key phrase. I want you to go away with thinking about. I want you to think about, some of you in this room might not be a Christian. You might not be a normal, regular church goer. You might not um, have had a Christian upbringing. You might not know anything about the Bible. This is the first you've heard of it. You might know people that you live or work with or in your family that don't know God. Here's a great statement for you to take home and write on your Phone screensaver. He does not want anyone to be lost. He didn't want heaven to be with that. He wants you to be in heaven. When you die, when, you, when your life here on earth is over, he wants you to be with him. Receive his invitation. He does not want anyone to be lost. He wants everyone to change his heart and life. He wants you to change. He wants you to find him. And the final scripture before we show a video. John, it's probably the most famous Bible verse Ever. John 3.16 For God so loved the world or in this version God loved the world so much that he gave his only son God gave his son so that whoever believes in him may not be lost but have eternal life and I just want to end this moment by saying do you know that you've got eternal life Can I just have a, let's do some audience participation. Who is a human? There's a few people that haven't put their hands up, which worries me slightly. Okay, let's change the question. Who lives in the world? So, here we go again. Who is loved by God? Because they're in the world. Mm, Not everyone, there's a few people. (laughs) There we go, a few people have twisted your arm. Who wants eternal life? Who wants, who, who wants eternal life? <laughs> I'm twisting a few people's arms here. So, you know, I know some, some people, I'm not taking part in this. <laughs> but I'm also aware that you, help, you might help somebody in this room that doesn't know Jesus. And you putting your hand up right now might help them put their hand up and say, actually, I've not got any idea about this Jesus stuff. But I want to know Jesus. And there's going to be people at the end who you can pray with. There are people in red lanyards that you can speak to. There's opportunity for you to pray with someone, for you to connect with someone. And today, whether you're a child, 
whether you're an adult, whether you've been in church one time or a million times, today you can receive Jesus. I'm going to pray for you, all of you, um, and then we're going to watch this video and then sing a final song. So Jesus, we just worship you right now. We're grateful for your presence that when we put on a service like this, we don't just turn up on our own, but you are here. You set the chairs out. You turn the lights on. You brought the sun this morning. And you wrote the word. And you spoke the word that we've just shared. And I pray for anybody in this room that doesn't know you, or anybody that's struggling to think, I don't even know if I know God. Am I a Christian or not? I just pray that today in this family service where it's all stripped back and it's simple, we're not deep in theology. God, I just pray that somebody today would respond and say yes to Jesus. Yes, I want eternal life. No matter what happens to me on this earth, I want eternal life. And that comes through as it talked in that verse about changing, about Allowing Jesus to change and mold you. He doesn't make you change overnight. Like You, need, it doesn't, you don't have to be a, a good person overnight. He'll change you. So I pray, Jesus, for anybody in this room. May they have the confidence just to speak to somebody today and respond.